Hello, ladies. Welcome back to the Real Estate Queens. I hope you are all having a wonderful week full of exciting things and maybe some challenges. And I also read a quote today by Beyonce, and she said, Don't take your successes to your head. Don't let your successes go to your head. And don't take your failures to heart. And that's something that super resonated with me because if you've been following me on Instagram, I did kind of a vulnerable post a couple of weeks ago. So I started the Real Estate Queen Academy, simple reason, to teach women the correct way to buy and own real estate, to te- break down the process and the steps and the strategies, and also to create a woman community to create more badass women and like women empowerment. And that was over two years ago that I had this idea. And I've been working on it for two years and putting all of my energy towards it and a couple of launches. And I was just looking back a few weeks ago and feeling sort of like a failure in that regard, in that business. And I totally know it was just a moment of weakness. And I know that I'm not because this is a revolutionary idea, which we will, I talk about all the time, but I'm going to be talking about in this podcast that no one talks to women about real estate, finances, money. We're not grown up with this. We are just grown up and we get out of college and we're renting and we think we should buy, but we don't know what that even means. And And even if we do find the courage to do this ourselves, we are just thrown in with some random realtor or just not. So I enrollment in my course, I have an evergreen course for this and a group program has just not been where I want it to be or where I expected. The expectations is what got me. I expected as because this idea is so fucking awesome. I expected the minute. I talked about it, that it would be an overwhelming of people signing up for it because I've been doing real estate for 10 years. I've been a buyer and a seller. I didn't feel like I was new to this world at all, but this is a new business and it takes time. And I think it takes time to reach the mindset of women because this is a revolutionary idea. Like I said, no one talks to women about this. If I was marketing and gearing to men like Tony Robbins is or something, that'd be a different story. But women, I think we're just not used to someone targeting us and saying, hey, you can do this thing that you think is a man's thing and let me show you how to do it. This is why you need me. This is why you need to learn and not just rely on your husband. So it is taking some time and I had to get over the expectations that I had. So when Beyonce said, "Take don't take your successes to your head and don't take your failures to heart, it super resonated with me because I know I'm doing something awesome here and the students that I do work with just give me such great feedback. And that was a super long tangent. Today's podcast episode is about, let me preface this. 
I had a one-on-one with a client the other day. She was taking my course and she had a 60-minute one-on-one with me. And we were talking and talking and halfway through our talk, she said, I know this might not be a woman thing, but I do want to retile my bathroom. I do like doing DIY projects. And I was like, girl, let me stop you there. Light bulb moment. We still think that there are woman things and man things. So this podcast is going to be my interpretation, me breaking down woman versus man things, breaking that down into masculine versus feminine things, breaking that down even further into our masculine and feminine energies, and then breaking that down into how we can do things that feel in line with us. And I talk about buying real estate as a woman and really what that looks like and how that means. And then I kind of talk about like my experience since I've been a realtor for 10 years, what I've seen out there working with single men, working with single women and working with couples, what I've seen. So that's what this episode is about. And also, I have been pondering a question and I know this, you probably have been pondering this question as well. Why don't more women buy or invest in real estate? And that I think is the underlying reason, underlying thing I have to reach, connect with women, tug on their heartstrings, get into their emotions with that question. Find out the answer to that question because something is holding them back and they just don't know it. So I'm just kind of rolling with it, exploring my ideas. As always, I'd love to hear your input. On whatever I say. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Real Estate Queens podcast, ladies. I'm Marina Schifferman, your real estate fairy godmother. And in these episodes, we are going to talk everything buying and owning real estate, confidence, money, so many juicy topics, and all the female empowerment vibes. Let's do it. Okay. So I took some notes because I had a lot of ideas that I wanted to make sure I hit every single point. So woman, a woman thing versus a man thing. What is a woman thing? What is a man thing? There might be things that we consider men things in that we as women don't want to do ourselves and we ask a man to do it for us or we outsource them and many things like taking out the trash or carrying big luggage or doing remodeling construction work big things like finances investing buying real estate there's those things that we consider men things because traditionally they were men things you know Our parents, our grandparents have that mindset of buying a house, buying a car, doing family finances, making any investments. Those were men things because women didn't barely had education, barely had credit, didn't even have credit cards of their own until the 70s. Don't didn't really buy real estate, you know, so those things used to be, quote unquote, men things. But I want to set the record straight. Today, nothing in life is a man or a woman thing, except for having a baby and being pregnant. That's obviously a woman thing. Everything else 
is your perception. Are the things that you don't want to do. And that's okay. A woman can be a construction worker. She can be an architect. She can be a doctor, a lawyer, an investor. She can buy real estate. Women and man things are perceptions. But what is a thing is feminine and masculine energies and the way you go about your life and the tasks that you are doing and how you do them. Every person, every woman out there has both feminine and masculine energies and structures within them. We cannot live without the yin and yang, the cold and hot, the polar opposites. We have feminine and masculine structures. The difference is the ratio and how much you, the ratio of these things and how much you accept and honor these things. For example, if you deny yourself or if you think that you should be a certain way, you're not accepting yourself. The masculine energy is organization, structure, physical strength, grinding, hustling, providing, protecting, thinking thinking on the small big picture, focusing on one thing. Feminine energy is about feeling, emotions, flow, nurturing, connection, community. We see the big picture in things. We think big picture. We like to protect our energy. Being more spontaneous and creative instead of organized and structured. This is how you have to do it. So like masculine energy could be equated to math and the feminine energy can be equated to the arts. So a man or a woman can do whatever they want to do, but the difference is the way they go about it and the way that they think about it are totally different. So let's just take an example of buying real estate. So I've been a realtor for 10 years. I've worked with single men. I've worked with single women, although far few less. And I've worked with a lot of couples. Boyfriend and girlfriend married everything. These are the differences that I have noticed. But I want to say a disclaimer first. These are just my observations over the years. Nothing I am saying is scientific fact. I don't study this. I just observe and relay the information that I observe because I have been on my own journey of studying feminine and masculine energy. I I talk about this a lot, but I took a course maybe a year ago from Monica Yates at Monica Yates Health. And it was called Badass Bitches Academy. And it's how to do business in your feminine. How to be a business owner and be in your feminine and make it flow and feel nice. And that was the first time that I really explored feminine and masculine energies and how we have them in us and how you can distinguish between them and how you do things that make you feel good and how you notice the way that you're feeling and what you how you want to go about things and what you don't want to do. So I've been noticing a lot about it. And that's what I teach. Like in my course, Learn to Buy Your First Home with Confidence, I have modules and I talk about it every single module, doing it in your feminine energy, which actually just means being authentic to you, honoring what you feel, being 
as feminine as you want to be and making all that work for you. I have a whole module on it. And obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know about it. So single men, what I have noticed is they're all about the numbers. They're all about getting a deal. What are the comps? I don't want to overpay. What's the price per square footage? Is this a good deal? Is this a good investment? Is it going to appreciate in value? Is the neighborhood going to appreciate in value? How much money should I put into it to get this much money out? If I have to sell in five years, how much am I going to get? Numbers, numbers, numbers. Investment, investment, investment. Women are different. Yes, women do think if this is a good investment, but they don't really say it. What women are thinking of is how do they like the place that they're going to be living in? How does it make them feel? Can they envision the moments of their lives there that create emotion? Could they envision decorating it? Could they envision it being theirs? They're using their sight, they're using their smell, they're using their sense of touch, they're observing things. They're using all their senses. They think about what their life could be like inside the house. What they can remodel. I want you ladies to marry the two things when you're buying real estate because it absolutely is about investment. Absolutely no doubt. If you think you're buying real estate and you're not investing in real estate, you're kidding yourself because buying something with a long-term goal of it growing in value is investing. So I want, when you look at real estate, you definitely have to look for what are my goals. See, this is part of being a woman, reflecting on the kind of woman you want to be in the future, what kind of life you want to have, the goals of your life, how it feels, your living situation, motivation, because your future self is your only motivation. That future vision that future self should motivate you today. Goal setting. Those are very women things, very feminine things because they're creative. They're not structured. It's whatever comes up is whatever comes up honoring that. Okay. Now let's talk about keep going further, finding a realtor, how that differs for men they probably want to know statistics. Men want to know how many homes have you sold this year? How long have you been in the business? How many buyers have you worked with this year? What What's the market like? They ask questions like that. For women, it's more about do I feel a connection with you? Do I vibe with you? Is this going to be a good relationship going forward? Are we going to communicate well? So finding a realtor is different. Searching for properties. I already touched on this before, but men talk, they they look at properties, yes, to live in. Does it check their boxes? How many bedrooms, how many bathrooms they need, square footage, um, location, general layout. Do they need to put work in it? Dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Is the work going to be worth it? And women use their senses. We're more emotional, creative thinking. We look at it and we th- what emotions it draws up for us. Writing an offer. Now, this is writing an offer is a structured thing. 
because because there are specific strategies, there are specific steps. There's it's a contract. There's seven pages of things that you need to know. Timeframes, contingencies. So writing a contract is a very masculine thing. We need to put a lot of attention into it. So we need to discuss timeframes, the price, contingencies, special requests, coming up with a price, all of that. So this is a very, very masculine thing. Only because it's organized, structured, there's no room for creativity here. There's specific steps, there's specific strategies. But using your intuition, that's feminine. And just reading off data, that's masculine. And what happens in the escrow period? The escrow period is the period of time between when your offer gets accepted to when the house becomes yours. It's that transition period. Lots of things need to be done, which is also masculine, organized, structured. But the way you go about it, calling people, asking questions, getting different quotes, feeling things out, learning new things. I mean, do you see how there's both masculine and feminine in the entire process of buying real estate? So when people say that, oh, my husband will handle it, buying real estate is a man thing, they're totally missing a portion of it, which is the feminine energy aspect. And when you ladies want to buy real estate by yourself, single, you can do all of these things in your feminine doing the masculine things in your feminine way, a way that feels good to you. We all have to do masculine things in our lives. Organizing, staying on top of time frames, doing math. And sometimes we have the capacity to do that because again, we have that inside of us. Taxes, accounting, these things. We, this is when we how do I say it? We hire it out. So like, ladies, you have a realtor, a a real estate professional there to help you and guide you along the way. That is your masculine structure. Asking you things and explaining things to you and what you want and feel, that's feminine structure. I talk about this a lot. I feel like women have a mental block about buying real estate single or taking a front seat with your partner or even having a seat at the table with their partner when it comes to making these decisions. Feminine energy has a fear. So the feminine, the feminine basically fears looking stupid. Specifically, they really think about how they look to other people. Women are really self-conscious. Women want to feel protected. This might be an unconscious reason that are stopping us from making leaps from renting to buying, entering a journey we know nothing about, learning something new, because there is a lot to learn and there are a lot of strategies and it is very masculine and there are a lot of numbers and there are a lot of unknowns. But I like to think that we as women have advanced from our innate unconscious mindset of these older traditional things to new. So now I'm, I'm, 
I'm getting to the questions, the question of why don't more women buy or invest in real estate? And I, and I have just a few ideas, a few theories. And the first one is women are staying single longer until we find what we are looking for. We stay single. We don't get married just because that's our only option or that's what's expected from us to do, even though sometimes it could feel like that. So as a result of staying single longer and taking time to find your mate, our lives are still progressing. We have stronger careers. We are a little bit more independent because we don't have a partner to rely on. We are making our own money. We have to make decisions about our lives, living situations, money, investing, and all that stuff. So we are naturally thinking about making money and providing for ourselves. So that's why I think that the academy, what I'm doing is so important because single women are buying a hell of a ton of real estate. There was some kind of statistics that came out in the United States. I think like 71% of home buyers are single women. Don't quote me on that. I just remember seeing that. And I think it's because of the we're staying single longer, which gives us time to make money and have badass careers and be amazing and under, and be smart and knowledgeable and understand that buying real estate is something we want to do and should do. So that's the first thing. The second thing is we have strong voices. We want to be involved in conversations. Gone are the days of the little women in the kitchen and the husbands making all the decisions. We like to be involved. We like to be included. We actually have good ideas and bring along to the table. We have opinions. We want them to be heard. So even when we're in relationships, if something is bothering us, we're going to talk about it. We're not going to throw a fit. We're going to communicate, talk about it. If we see an injustice, we're going to talk about it. If we see something, we're going to talk about it. Another quote that I read today that I loved by Melinda Gates, a woman with a voice is by definition a strong woman. And the third thing is our courage and self-worth as women has grown tremendously. We trust ourselves way more than we ever have and we have so much more confidence. I mean, I am friends with so many business owners, women entrepreneurs, young ones my age that have gone from the corporate world and leaped into starting their own business. Scary. But the confidence that we as women have, I mean, hell, we almost had a woman president. We have women in the government. We have women leaders everywhere and women at very high, high positions. I think the world is changing and I want to be part of that movement. I want to be part of the movement that is empowering and educating and inspiring women to learn for themselves how to buy and own real estate and actually fucking do it. I bought my first house when I was single, 27 years old. I went for it. I had been a realtor for four years at that point, so I wasn't scared to jump into it. I saw firsthand what real estate could do for me when I sold that house four years later. I took the profit into my second house. I was married at that point. But it was a mutual decision. I had a seat at the table. And the sky's the limit from here.
I've seen firsthand what buying real estate can do for a single woman to set up for us up for success. Because even if we're married, we still need to know how to be independent. Because what if, ladies, what if one day we need to find ourselves fending for ourselves and we turn around and we don't know what the hell we're doing, which is why I want to be part of the solution. I want to be part of this movement. Super, super heavy. I just feel very inspired right now. This topic, I just feel really passionate about it. Okay, so I am going to talk just a little bit about the Academy right now. So the Academy, I have two programs in it to help women, regular women who want to buy real estate in their lives and actually want to learn how to do it. Googling, YouTubing is not going to do anything for you. You need to take my course. And also on another note, in March, I'll be talking a lot about my other program that I have where I mentor women real estate agents on how to have the dream life and the dream career and the dream clients and the dream income because you actually do need to be guided to how to do it correctly and stop making mistakes. So that's all for me today. This was a nice short one, but I think full of juicy stuff. And so I'll leave you with that. But I really want to start the conversation. Find me, rate, review. Let's start a conversation. I'm on Instagram every day. All right, ladies. Talk to you soon. Bye.